Welcome to Business Magic with Maggie Gila, making your business feel and work like magic for you and those you want to impact. Turns out you don't need a wand, you need a strategy. How to create and sell an irresistible offer. I know if you're anything like me, you constantly have tons of ideas bouncing out in your brain with concepts, but you get confused because should it be a one-off offer, a group program, a course, a mastermind, an ebook? Should you give it away for free? Oh no. <laughs> and then there are so many other questions like, what do you charge? What's involved? What are the features? How do you market this? And it's really frustrating. So I've gone through this process so many times. I've been frustrated with this so many times at myself. So I've put together my top five tips on creating this process. First of all, who is it for? And this, you have to be really, really specific with this. It's not just about, oh, it's for female online-based entrepreneurs. It's for service providers. No, you have to get a lot more specific. Why? Because the copy you use on their goals, hopes, aspirations, and the transformation they want are going to be different. For example, let's take service-based providers, right? That's, I think that's general enough that a lot of us can, um, can recognize this. A coach who is six months in and is really struggling to find clients will have very different goals, hopes, and aspirations than a web designer who is three years in and is struggling to keep up with the amount of work that's coming in and she needs to grow her team and improve her processes, right? They are both service-based providers, but they have very different goals, hopes, aspirations, and transformations they desire. So it's really about getting into their heads from a psychological perspective, practically, so that you can write better copy. For example, one of my clients, and actually my own designer, Ilya from CNV Creative, is working on her membership called the Cultivate Design Guild. And one of the lines that she has there, I thought was absolutely brilliant. And because this is aimed specifically at designers who already have clients and they want to have a waitlist and be booked out. Now, listen to the difference. Version A. Imagine a short while from now, you're only doing work that you love. Version B. Imagine six months from now, you're designing work that you're so obsessed with that you secretly share a screen cap with your design bestie right away. And her immediate response is hashtag design envy, right? Do you see the difference? Like the first version is good, but it's vague and it can apply to a lot of different people, which means it's much more difficult for her ideal clients to really self-select and go, oh my God, you are in my head. With her second one, all designers will get this like hashtag design envy and that you're so proud of this work that you're creating. And that's because she's gotten so specific on who this offer is for and what their goals, hopes, aspirations, and desired transformations are. Number two of how to decide what offer to create and sell. The price. 
Now, I think there's a couple things you can talk about with price. The price your ideal clients are willing to pay, the price you want to charge, and the potential ROI, return on investment, of the transformation you're providing. I think all three of these things are slightly nuanced. If you are, you know, wanting to work with single moms who are super busy and struggling to get out of debt, you can be the most amazing person in the world and you can like, you know, charge your worth all you want, but they're still not going to be able to pay you thousands of dollars, right? Because they don't have that money. And this is a personal opinion. I'm not a fan of asking people to go into debt um, if they are struggling to pay for their groceries in order to work with me. I don't think that kind of pressure is healthy on that business relationship for either of us. And that's, that's just something I strongly believe in. But if you're looking at price, what is the price of your offer? If you're looking for something that you're doing a micro launch for, make sure you go listen to episode 24 on what's a micro launch and how it can help you. It's really about having an easy yes. And a price that's an easy yes is different depending on who you're speaking to. And it's different, but depending on the transformation you're providing, something that has the potential to give me a great financial ROI, and it can really see how it's going to help me solve a problem I currently have, because you've done so great on part one of this conversation, I'm probably going to be able to say an easy yes to a much higher price than to something where I don't see what the return is. I don't really see the value and I don't see why I need it. So that's why who this is for is so important. For a micro launch, I think a rule of thumb, if you're looking at online-based entrepreneurs, like anything under, let's say, $500 to $800, I think it's a fairly easy yes if you're looking, let's say, at a group program that is has good potential to bring a strong ROI. Again, you can do something much lower value or a much lower price, um, but that's kind of like my max. Very, very generalized rule of thumb I, I recommend. And this brings me to the next point, the time commitment. This is on two ends. One, your time commitment. How many hours will it take you to create, sell, market, and deliver this offer, right? Like, cool, it's going to take you one only one day to create this course content, but how long will it take you to create the sales page, the launch emails, the videos, and actually mark and have those conversations to sell that product, right? Same thing if you have a service. Even if it's a pop-up offer, you're still going to be marketing that service. That takes time. You can have client communication. You might have a sales call. You might have some admin work. It might take you 45 minutes to write client notes after each session. All that time needs to be involved into your consideration, and this links back to the price. But time commitment is also to do with the client. Anything that's higher price and higher time commitment, and you can see the graphic on the blog post that's a, that explains this so much better than I can with just words, needs a higher relationship and higher trust, right? Imagine if I'm trying to sell you, let's say, a one-hour session, like a battle plan. Come do a battle plan strategy session with me, and we'll create your action plan or your micro-launch plan for the coming weeks. It's a one-off session. It'll take you maybe 45 minutes to do the prep work. It's about an hour for the call, and we have some follow-up that we do. 
So the time commitment is not that high. The price considering is also not that high, right? It's enough to give you put, give you skin in the game, but it's not enough that you're going to go into debt or not pay your groceries for the month. Now compare that to, let's say, a six-month coaching package or six-month group program. The time commitment I'm asking of you, it's six months. If you don't like me after one hour battle plan, cool. Like, we're done. We don't have to work together. You don't have to continue on to coaching with me. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. So it's a lot easier for someone to say yes to an experience that has a lower time commitment than a higher time commitment. So that's something to keep in mind. And do check out the graphic that explains this very, very simply. I think it's really important to see that as you create offers. Number four, I feel like I always say like this is the most important thing, but this is the most important thing. What is the specific outcome of your offer, right? What is the transformation that you can possibly provide? And I actually had a conversation with a client recently who said, Maggie, you talk about transformation, but I'm a website designer. I mean, like, what's the transformation? I don't provide one. So I asked her, well, what do you do? Well, I create beautiful websites. Okay. And what's possible for your clients because they now have this beautiful website you created? And she went, well, they can attract like really great clients to them. I'm like, yeah that's the transformation. Like you don't have to make it that difficult. And if the word transformation trips you up, I have a simple process. It's called, I mean, it can't get simpler than this. A to B. A is where are they now? B is where do they want to be, right? Again, check out the blog post because I have a little illustration to explain this a little better. The process to get from A to B is your service or your offer, right? That could be the website. It could be your photography. It could be your coaching. It could be your copywriting, right? Doesn't matter. A is where your ideal clients are now. The good, the bad, and the ugly. I don't think, like, I'm not a huge believer in just, like, pain point marketing. What's your challenge? Like, what's the deepest, darkest challenge of your business right now? Um, I think there's a time and place for that, but honestly, my clients are not in a huge amount of pain. There are some things that could be working better, but it's also quite aspirational, right? So in A, they're like, I have some clients, things are okay, but I feel like I could be charging more. I feel like I want to diversify my business revenue. I want to make more money and I want to feel more confident and more free in what I do. That kind of goes to B, what's possible for them because of the process, which is my coaching or my, my strategy consultations. B is... I have a waiting list of clients. I've launched my group program that I so enjoy and I've been able to scale my time. I am much clearer on my marketing and it's getting me better results with less time because I'm doing things with a higher impact. That needs to be clear, right? The A to B, the transformation, what's possible for them because of your service, your offer. So to summarize, how to decide what offer to sell. Number one, who is it for? Number two, what price are they willing to pay? Number three, time commitment. Number four, the specific outcome or transformation. I think when you're creating offers, like honestly getting really, really specific about what is the outcome. Like with my battle plan, we're going to create you an action plan that solves one of these three problems that you have right now. And I think especially if you are doing this as a micro launch, as a pop-up offer, having 
like the more specific you can get with that outcome of just that one pop-up offer or service that you're micro-launching, the better. So go beyond business coaching, go beyond copywriting, go beyond website design and go, I will help you create a sales page for your one hour service, right? Super specific. Um, I will design you a landing page for that's going to convert well for your next webinar, for example, right? It's all really specific and that's easier to sell because people can self-select. Cool. So that's it for me. I hope this is helpful. I'd be really, really curious for you to send me a message on Instagram at Maggie Gila to tell me what you thought of this and if you are going to apply this. If you would like to work on a battle plan together, pop me a message as well, or you can book a call at maggiegila.com slash call, and we will get together and create you an action plan, get you focused, and brainstorm all the options and prioritize them so you can move forward. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget, if you share this podcast, once a month I pick someone who gets a free strategy session with me. Hey, hey, thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you never miss new episodes. And if you have a business bestie who needs to hear this message, go share this with them. See you in the next one. Love and magic, Maggie.